yes. Welcome to uh, <laughs> VG Empire episode 20. Uh, it's all about Tekken. This is your host, Brett Elston, and across from me is... Christopher Antista? Skeleton shirt-wearing Christopher hey, Antista. Don't put a timestamp on this. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so this episode is all about uh, this, the Tekken-ness of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much the entire uh, franchise, but uh, over the of the weekend, I noticed... Uh, I saw on Twitter that Tekken Bowl had showed up as an iOS app. Yes. And apparently it was announced, mm-hmm. like it actually supposedly came out quite a while ago, but there was like... Not a long time ago. It was like a thing about whether it was or wasn't available actually. Mm-hmm. But then something happened over the weekend where like people were actually linking it. Like, oh my God, this thing is free and it's Tekken Bowl, which is such a weird thing that existed. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's kind of mm-hmm. what made me go, oh, I should, you know, I've been waiting for a reason to do a Tekken episode. I know we did just Street Fighter Cross Tekken did just come out, but it wasn't a purely Tekken thing, so I, I, I didn't get my juices flowing. Does well. it have Tekken music? I haven't played it yet. Does it have Cross like Tekken? Yeah, it's like new stuff. So new, no. all new stuff all yeah. around. Yeah, but this one is about just the Tekken part. I know, of it. which is it, uh, I am uh, can I say over Tekken as a series? But I, I am betting. The music is just as rewarding as it ever was. Well, as we'll see, uh, we just came in with the Tekken <clears throat> 2 intro, mm-hmm. which uh, was called Black Winter Night Sky, which uh, really is... Uh, Can I give some trivia to Talk Radar fans? Yes, because I know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, El Pork cut together a trailer uh, I, a long long ago. El Pork doesn't even speak to me anymore, usually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, he cut together a trailer using that song, and it sounds so trailer-like. Yep, and uh, that's like... To me, well, I'll get to more on the CG in a minute, but uh, that was what what separated Tekken early on for mm-hmm. me was the presentation yeah. and the like. Uh, just, I don't know, just like the well. Before I get into that part, like sure. it all started with Tekken One, mm-hmm. um, which is the first batch of songs we'll play. Um, Tekken One soundtrack was uh, uh, Yoshi Arakawa and Ooh. Yoshi uh, Takayanagi, mm. and they both. Um, and there were some soundtracks out for the PlayStation version of the soundtrack and the arcade version of the soundtrack, mm-hmm. which is something Tekken does a lot, which is it split the soundtrack two ways. Like, really? here's the te- here's the arcade songs, and they get kind of remixed for the PlayStation version. Really? So that's so kinda, remixed, but not entirely yeah, yeah. different. There, you can tell like the 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 reprise sort were there, of. Kinda, were there still technical limitations when it came to the soundtrack in that generation? I mean, I don't it doesn't seem like there would be. Right? I don't think so. I think it was only because they felt like mm, doing something differentiating. Different. Yeah, um, but so Tekken for me, like I I saw it a bit in the arcade leading up Tekken One, like, and I was like, oh, it's just this other not Virtua Fighter game, <laughs> and. But then I had a friend who was like, "No, no, no! Vert Tekken is is good. This you need to be yes. playing this." And I'm like, "I, I guess I don't know." But I, I always gravitate toward the weirdo character, so I started mm-hmm. playing as King because he's this guy has a jaguar head. <laughs> I have to play as King because I play Blanca. I play I I cannot play a straight looking character. It has to be the weird one. I wish I wish Tyler was in. Uh, um, so there's a lot of moving, uh, shifting about over at my job at mm-hmm. uh, Future Publishing, and um, Lucas Sullivan from PC Gamer just got moved over to. Uh, Games Radar, as yeah. a couple of other people are moving away, and there's a bunch of stuff flying around on a free table. One of which is, I've, I've never seen this before, but I, it's somebody's um, King is doll. That, is that my King figure? It's somebody's, from, like it's... it's with a, the yellow foot ankle pads and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, it, that's my King from Tekken 3. And yeah. Lucas is like, I know who this is, <laughs> but this does look like somebody put two dollar store figure action <laughs> figures together i'm like you're right it looks fuck it looks terrible it's like a toy story character it looks like terrible. of sid's house just like and here's king it does from- it looks like somebody put off it pulled a king of the jungle thing and stuck it on the luchador set oh my god Beautiful. it does um but so really that's how i got into tekken kind of 
through King, I found mm-hmm. a way to love Tekken, and but then it was the PlayStation One launch, mm-hmm. and it came with a demo disc. This like yeah. PlayStation Picks, which uh, famously Tommy Tallarico did the theme song to, and the mm-hmm. demo selection music. So not, September 9th, nineteen ninety five was a big day. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, as far as my date mastery goes, <laughs> and it was a big day. I was super excited, and I got Nam- Namco had a big presence. They had Ridge Racer, it mm-hmm. had Air Combat before it became Ace Combat. And they had Tekken. Mm-hmm. And Namco had this three-pronged attack. For some reason, I didn't get Tekken. I got Bridge Racer and... Toshinden? Toshinden was someone else. It was to- I know, but... To- like I, I did get Toshinden. I thought Tekken was a ripoff of Toshinden until I yeah. finally started playing them. Like, oh, I, I'll never play Toshinden no, again. Toshinden, not as good as Tekken, mm-hmm. obviously. But uh, Tekken, uh, it was that demo disc. And on that demo disc was like, here's a bit of Tekken 1. And that's where I was like, okay, wait a minute. I actually do think this is pretty fun. And then mm-hmm. the, the aforementioned friend of mine who liked Tekken convinced another friend who got a PlayStation near launch to play, get Tekken. And that kicked off the three of us playing uh, Tekken and then Tekken 2 hundreds of hours. I couldn't even tell you how many. And much like Street Fighter, never putting any thought into it and never actually getting actually good. Because as when I get to Tekken Tag, I, I've probably told this story elsewhere, but I'll tell it again when I get to Tag. But like, it really opens your eyes to the world of fighting games and what it means to be good at one. Yeah. Uh, but Tekken 1, uh, that demo disc uh, is where I heard some of the music for the first time. So we'll go into a few songs um, from that real quick. But uh, yeah, it was uh, that was the big thing for Tekken 1. It was like the, the PlayStation 1 launch, and it launched with not just Toshinden, but here's Tekken, like 3D fighting games. It was all about 3D and polygons, so it was like... All those old dusty old sprites, and Sony actually had a would like deter and and I'm trying to think of the right word would would mm-hmm. suggest heavily. I'm trying to say politely, I guess, not to use sprites in the games mm. and on on PlayStation because they're like, no, 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 that's old. We want we want this to be sexy and new. It's really more of a Saturn thing right now. Yeah, mm. and Saturn was still uh, pushing sprites pretty good too. Um, to the limits. To the limits. Yes, mm-hmm. as far as 2D machines go. Uh, so Sony really was like, get that away. Mm. So Tekken was kind of like to me. It was like it was all about Tekken, Twisted Metal, Toshinden, like all these like poly Warhawk, Jumping Flash, all these polygon games that uh, really sold the experience, and uh, that all kind of started from that PS1 demo disc. Um, but uh, we'll go into some PlayStation One music. Um, so I'm doing the Stadium, and then uh, Shizuan China, and uh, Chicago. This baseball level and. <laughs> The baseball level is really what got me because it's like this real world location, but rendered in like rudimentary polygons. So it looks super weird. And then the music is this one, two, three, four. <laughs> and it's all, all the music is like early 90s techno, like the self titled Moby album, if you know that one. It's pre play and like pre, it's like Animal Rights. Not, it's not Animal Rights. It's just called Moby. Uh. And it's got a song called like Next is the E. And uh, I can't remember the other songs on there, but it's a great album. But it's very early 90s. Like, mm. it sounds like early dance and trance stuff, but uh, kind of goofy, kind of cheesy. And it's still in that, like, game music, but done in 32 bit style. Like, it's mm. still very melodic and not meant to, like, exist outside. But I actually found it pretty listenable if you have a high tolerance for this kind of music. But uh, Stadium, this China level, and this baseball level, and we'll come back.
So there you have Tekken One, which I whatever I, that that brings me back. That, yeah. I, that really thrust me back in a time when um, I don't know. I was digging certain parts of the electronic music scene yeah. and hating others. Yeah. But that was like very ac- accomplished, well-made electronic music that wasn't made to sound cool or for you to dance to necessarily. Yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of what I, I touched on when we did Toshinden, wow. which was like in episode four, I think, the genius of Jumping Flash, which I did, which started as a PlayStation launch era tribute and then just turned into an all-Jumping Flash episode. Mm. Um, but it had Toshinden 1 music in it, and that, that's basically what you just said. Like, it is totally competent dance yeah. music of the era, but... It's like three and a half minutes, but was never meant to be in a club. Yes. It's like a 30-second fight in a fighting game, and you may never even hear the whole song. But there's a, but the, somebody bothered to compose this entire thing. That stadium one, like there, there's things that like surprise me and bleed into one another well. And like yeah. it's a good piece of music. It's just you wouldn't be able to dance to it. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, let me turn off my phone. Turn off your phone, dear. Therefore, um, uh, therefore, I turned off my phone. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Therefore, you have derailed yeah, everything. I know. I know. Moving on to Tekken 2, <laughs> since I think the point has been made. Uh, not like uh, in true fighting game fashion. Uh, immediately following Tekken 1, uh, mm-hmm. Tekken 2 showed up. And the thing with Tekken 2, Tekken 2 to me is very much a Mega Man 2 style thing. Mm. Where like Tekken 1, much like Mega Man 1, was mm. kind of like, oh yeah. Good idea. I played that a little and mm-hmm. it was fun. And then when 2 came out, it suddenly became, oh my god, this is a thing now. Yeah. It's this franchise and now there's two of them. Mm-hmm. And... The biggest part was like the game ramped up considerably. The presentation was oh, even better. Yes, that the, CG was even cooler. The cutscene in, in two. Uh, the intro and endings made it feel like a complete package. Like it wasn't just an arcade game brought over mm. to the console. It was like no, no, no. I don't even care about the story or the canon or whose child of who and which character who hates whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But I can get lost in for just like ten seconds in each of those Tekken endings, which are themselves extremely bizarre, and I'll talk mm-hmm. about in a second. But uh, yeah, Tekken 2 just, I don't know, got really obsessed over the endings and mm. all the CG, because it was still such a new thing yeah. for games to do at the time. So like, I remember I had a VHS, like, this is going to seem so antiquated, but like, Go for it. whenever you... <sighs> Nowadays, we, tell, we film video on our phones gotcha. or like a very tiny HD camera mm. or flip cam. And I, this was like back when you would have the VHS camera on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. An entire VHS tape fits on a thing. You have to... Make sure you have your battery pack yeah. and your tapes rewound. Yes. Mm-hmm. All like on my shoulder. And I would set it up and record my TV with wow. the Tekken 2 endings because I couldn't get the VCR to hook up to the TV correctly to record them like direct feed style. Really? It was... I had a crappy VCR that the tracking would only work if I played that tape back on my VCR. Do you have a forehead? Was it forehead? Uh, uh, probably twelve. Uh, probably twelve. Probably twelve head. head. Uh. But it was yeah. It was thing like if a friend taped something on his VCR and brought it to my house, it would work. Mm-hmm. If I taped something on my VCR and took it to anyone else's, mm-hmm. it would not work. Like the, the tracking would be totally screwed up. Mm-hmm. So like I have like six years of me playing video games, <laughs> Secret of Mana playthrough, Mega Man X, Super Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. tons of '90s stuff literally will play on one VCR in the world. Wow. And it's this VCR that's like hanging on its dear life in my parents' house right now. Um, anyway. I, I do have... <laughs> this is part of the time or the place, but I can't... There'll never be a better one. Go for it. Uh, I would... I found a way to tape um, my video games, but also listen to TV shows that were going through my VCR. So I, I could listen to Mystery Science Theater 3000 huh. or, or Saturday Night Live on Comedy Central and play games, but I had to be recording. Huh. So somewhere there's these, there are these tapes <laughs> <laughs> of me playing like uh, me playing Jump and Flash and Panzer Dragoon, wow. um, where you can just you'll hear 
like Adam Ferrara or um, Chris Farley. Or yeah, Chris Farley and wow. Nick DiPaolo and John Belushi in the background and wow. Tom and Tom Servo and Crow. This is so weird. Yeah, I hope I never find it too. Because well, then I ha- have to watch you, it. Well, yeah. Well, no. I, when I went home for Christmas, I found those tapes, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah. And just drink myself to sleep. Oh, but, hope one other person is interested. Mainly your significant <laughs> other or someone like me who will sit through all that crap with you. Uh, we can stream it. Oof. What? Yeah. Well, it's just direct. It's, feed. it's it's a it's a let's play before that existed. It's true. It was. Um, but anyway, Tekken 2, everybody. Tekken 2. Uh, again, same composers, uh, Arakawa and Takeyanagi. Uh, it's the one I skipped. What? It's the one I skipped. You skipped 2? Uh, well, I just, I never had that much interest in the series in general. At least it, it, mm. it culminated in, you know, the next one for me. Yeah, and yeah. then I played two, a, little, uh, a couple of the other ones. Because 2, the same friends of me, the friends, same friends that we played 1 a lot, we played 2 the most. 2 is the one I probably played the most um, with other people. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun. And we do like... I don't know why, but we did like Bruce and Bayek became these two characters. Neither one of us even, none of us even liked, mm-hmm. but we would play like 200 matches of Bruce and Bayek like every Saturday without ever getting any better. Like not actually stopping to think about what combos would work mm-hmm. or why a thing would chain and not chain. It's like, no, no, no. It's hard to think about now. And I just like utterly wasted time, like yeah. literally wasted. I learned nothing. Um, and then I'd practice King and. I also love Jun, the introduce of her with her parrying and, and the counters. I love I love that character in general. Um, but yeah, everything. The other cool thing about the intro that we played, uh, that that Tekken Two intro, is like to this day, when you want to describe that that uh, intersection in Japan where everyone cross, <laughs> where everyone want to oh. crosses all at once. You're like, what's the name of that thing? You know, oh, the one from Tekken Two intro. Yeah, yeah that one. That one. And, and it's lost like the a, translation. No, it's Tekken Two intro. It's the Tekken Two intersection, mm. and that's this like this like lovely like t- cultural touchstone for so many people but uh the music again is typically quite good and um just a lot of really good stuff so even boiling it down to just three songs is is, is really tough but i just grabbed a uh, ring a bell which is king's arranged theme morning field mm. which is uh june's arranged theme and then Kazuya's ps1 uh version which is emotionless passion which uh <laughs> is probably one of the most well-known, I, I believe, most well-known songs from Tekken 2 outside of that intro. Uh, so we'll do, we'll do those three and be right back.
that, that causes uh, emotionless passion really uh, reminds me of uh, this is a Duran Duran shout out. But uh, if you wow. listen to if you listen to uh, the album Seven and the Ragged Tiger, the last two songs, which, which, which yeah, mm-hmm. uh, great album. All of Duran Duran stuff is great. Everyone's wrong. Uh, but uh, well, except for Medazzleland and Pop Pop Trash, those are the two garbage. It's a cover album. Uh, thank you. Also, not great. Okay. Uh, but Seven and the Ragged Tiger, the whole album is fantastic. So the last two songs, Tiger Tiger, which uh, really reminds me of Emotionless Passion, and then also the Seventh Stranger, which is the last song. I feel like that's kind of in between both of those. That Kazuya's theme is kind of in between the two. Mm-hmm. If you want to check out a really cool song, Duran Duran's uh, Tiger Tiger, which is all instrumental, but then uh, Seventh Stranger, I feel is very touching uh sincere kind of saw sad slow sad christmas song i want to give a shout out to my buddy uh spiculees for it reminds me that he has a tekken tattoo oh that's right yeah he's got that giant uh jin kazama oh right the tribal tattoo uh, but it's it it won't ever look stupid it's a cool it's but it it, should it's thoughtfully done it looks Mm -hmm. like it should be one of those oh you got that in 2002 didn't you yeah but it's the tribal it's not totally tribal but it's it's the tattoo that Jin it's, has yeah. exactly to yeah. scale on, yeah. on his arm. And, and Jin did it. Cool. And Jin did it uh, a few years before, so like 97 or 98, Indeed. I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, that Kazuya song really gets me for some reason. It just reminds me of uh, Glory Days of Duran Duran. It's, it's very strange. It's very. It, it, we brought it up already that it, they weren't meant to be cool dance tracks. No. So like they really mess around them with the, with them in ways that I don't think anybody else was doing in that medium. And there's I don't know there's. There's a, too many textures and layers here for me yeah. to fully diagnose what I'm so pleased with. Because even like, like I, I would put it in the same realm of like, like what Yoko Shimomura did with mm-hmm. uh, the Street Fighter music. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you got like Chun Li's music and Blanca's music and Ryu's mm-hmm. theme. Like, those are t- themes tied to specific characters, and Tekken was doing it as well. Like, no, mm-hmm. this is Kazuya's theme, and that's and that's really cool. But uh, something about it being on a CD format and not using like an arcade sound mm-hmm. chip set to make it like it seemed like the natural evolution of what uh, Shimomura had done with Street Fighter and I felt like oh this is like the next it's not just a 3D game but even the music is moving up a level <laughs> even though I would say like the Street Fighter music has endured better like you could go out like I could probably pull 10 people off the street and yes. half of them would know Chun-Li's music but they're, they're consi- none of them they're, would know Kazi's they're theme. consistent with their themes yeah, whereas Tekken wasn't as much yeah but they're still. I think they're still pretty grand, and that's why if you still, if you're one of those people who still plays Namco games, uh, their their soundtracks are amazing. Yeah. Like they're not all Hollywood uh, BS orchestral numbers. Yeah. They're Which, uh, with, uh, Ace Combat is a great example. Of, yeah, like, really good stuff. Like I'm gonna throw in some guitar and some electrical stuff that you're not going to recognize from any other genre. It's just this is just to me, it's purely video game, and I yeah. give Tekken a ton of credit for that. And we'll move in uh, real quick. Uh, something else I loved was uh, the endings and how weird the Tekken mm-hmm. endings became, starting with two. Uh, just go on YouTube and like just fa- just look all the Tekken two, three, four endings. Who they're, died? They're absolutely insane. Uh, depends on <laughs> if it like literally depends on which ending you're watching. Like it's impossible to tell what is canon, what isn't. Yeah. Like obviously all the stuff with like Kazuya Jin, Jun, Hihachi, like yeah. all that stuff is like. Okay, there's clearly some kind of canon going with yes. the Mishima Corporation and all this stuff, but then like, oh, so wait, if Jack wins, he's just lasered to death from space, and that's the ending of Tekken. Like, yep. what happened? Doesn't Kuma is he like represented by his son eventually because he's dead I, somewhere along Kuma the way? Kuma is like hilarious. Like in Tekken Five, he's running the corporation and has like <laughs> he's behind a desk with a tie on, and it's like this, this can't be canon, right? And Ihachi's like, oh, you bear, how did you get in charge of my company? So, but the endings, what I thought was really cool is like 
even my fighting company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even they, they even go like total goofball or deadly serious or like with Nina and Anna they have some cool vignettes that like just show their relationship vignettes Chris mm-hmm. uh, for a split second just show a relationship moment and it's like again I don't care about the story or the characters at all but like just these small moments make me care a little bit more about the character and why I would choose them other than they look cool I might be like no 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 did you see the ending Eddie Gordo was such a badass on this ending, or Huarang was actually quite cool, and that helped me think even further, he doesn't just look like a badass. This yeah. ending, he kicked so many guys' asses, and it was awesome. So it's, that uh, stuff is really cool. But I wanted to go into, even in just like 60 seconds or less, some of these endings would have songs in them, because mm. there was no dialogue. So I thought it was pretty fun. I thought it'd be pretty fun to play Yoshimitsu's ending, which is this great like 20-second piece of music where he rescues a Dr. B from a helicopter. And then helicopters down out of the sky with his arm spinning the sword as if that would act as a helicopter blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then June's like, I'm going to ride a horse with squirrels and birds up to this cliff and we're going to watch the sunset together. It's super touching. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then Not the word I would have used. Uh, it's really nice. Um, but that's, that ending actually really got to me when I was like 15. It's that perfect age where you're like, I'm going to grow up to be a jerk. <laughs> or I'm going to grow up to be a guy who actually tries to minimize the damage I do to other people's lives. <laughs> and that's where you make that crucial decision where you're like, I don't care what other people think. I'm going to do what I want. Or I'm going to have a little bit of empathy. And I feel like that Jun ending from Tekken 2 helped me not be a wow. jerk off. I that's took, the most praise that we'll ever receive. It, there's no way anyone feels more strongly about that than yeah, I do. Wow. Like, I feel it was very actually formative where you watch it and you're like, you know, I'm not going to go out and like chain myself to a tree and protest and stuff. But like, there is something to say for just trying not to crap all over nature at every opportunity. I think we found this episode's header image. Like, that's... <laughs> uh, you're right. You're right. Uh, so Yoshimitsu's ending, Jun's ending, and then I want to veer in, actually into strangely Tekken three with Lay's ending because I thought his ending music is actually so good, which is just him practicing year round on top of a mountain. But the music is really fun, and it's another great example of even Tekken three continuing that idea of weird endings with some cool over music and. Uh, So we'll do those three and come back.
So yeah, I thought that was just a cool little like montage. Montage. And the the lay one, what was cool is each time the music shifts, it's him mm-hmm. practicing on top of a mountain as the seasons change. So he's like practicing all year. So every time the season changes to winter, fall, mm-hmm. the music has a slight difference. Uh, it really sounded like a modern take on showing me what Weapon Mega Man just turned. I, I could see like, that. Right. I can see that. Yeah. But then it, uh, it's kind of subtle, but then that Tekken 3, the style of the music kind of changed. Uh, it's because the composers kind of changed. Uh, so you have uh, Nobuyoshi Sano mm-hmm. listed listed as, a, like on the CD I have as Sano DG mm-hmm. and Keiichi Okabe listed as BKO. Mm-hmm. Um, Burger King Online is what I just assume. Um, he was BKO of the whole project? BKO was like how he was listed in when, oh. I, when I'd import the CD into iTunes because I bought the Tekken 3 soundtrack legit like back in the day mm-hmm. and it would uh it listed him as that but Tekken 3 uh, was another crazy leap like 2 was already yeah. like this big like wow man 2 was so much better and then 3 was Tekken 3 is my Tekken Tekken 3 was again like you did it again and the hype maintained and built upon itself and somehow the third game in like almost 3 years was like just as big Tekken is. I would almost always argue that the second game in a series is always the best. It's uh, it's laid its groundwork. It's right. refined that, and then three is sort of the beginning of the decline. But this was like, I think Tekken really understanding what it was. Yeah, uh, it did an exceptional job at like again, pushing uh, the CG looked amazing. Mm-hmm. It looked even better, and the opening, which we'll play with the opening movie from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's like. The opening movie to Tekken 3 is, was at the time, and I still feel even today mm-hmm. looks pretty good, but at the time it was like, this is movie quality. Like, yeah. there isn't even a movie, a CG movie out now. Like, Toy Story was the only analog. Toy Story 2 wasn't even out yet, so we mm-hmm. only had, like, maybe Bugs Life or something. Or, I don't know. <laughs> well, it was, it was a process that was supposed to be not easy. Yeah. We'd and, see it very rarely. Yeah. And, and it, then all of a sudden Tekken pops up with this and it, full CG Toy Story intro. And it's insane. Uh but it's also 15 years after Tekken 2, which is kind of a ballsy move. So, like, everyone looks older, and there's a bit more grit to it. I didn't even know that. That's incredible. Yeah, like, Paul move. looks older. That's why Hihachi has gray hair and has mm. had gray hair for, like, 20 years yeah, now or whatever. But the first two games, he does not have that because oh. he's actually normal. Uh, it's like a different law, different king. Um, but then the music changes mm-hmm. as well. So now instead of, like, this, what I would call, like, just general game music that I actually really like, mm-hmm. it feels much more of the time period, like Prodigy or Crystal Method or something. Like, they... These composers were going for like, no, let's actually go for a sound that like, if the Tekken 1 and 2 world had that mm-hmm. kind of early 90s game music, mm-hmm. what would the harder world 15 years from now sound like? And it actually has a Dumb bit. step. Not quite there. Oh. But uh, I guess they called it Big Beat. Uh, it's called Big Beat on, on the on wiki. On the wiki, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, read, like, I read that somewhere a while ago. But yeah, uh, but again, that kind of music, if you can tolerate it, uh, mm-hmm. Tekken has a ton of great stuff. So Tekken Three was uh, like the first soundtrack that one of the, among the first like legit soundtracks I imported from Japan, and was like I am not ashamed to have this in my car at all. Uh, high school like had that in my car. People would ask me, "What are you listening to? This is awesome!" Like Tekken Three, <laughs> like you didn't know. Like I don't know. But uh, so we'll go into uh, a few songs. Opening movie, which is incredible theme. Hihachi's music, and then Jin's music. Um, which are all very guitar driven and like really melodic and, and mm. just so fun. And they just sound like if you're a teenager in the 90s, like then you know that Prodigy Crystal Method, Chemical Brothers kind of sound that was going around at the time. Mm-hmm. This is so that, and that's why it's really cool. Because a game. Lilo and Stitch Up. A what? Smack Lilo and Stitch Up. I'm trying to keep it PG, brother. I know, thank you. Um, but yeah, it's no, very much so. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really good. So we'll do those three and be right back. 
Man, okay. Yeah, Jen, I could see you slowly coming back with each wow. new song, like the opening movie, like, yeah, 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 Heihachi, I remember this. And then Jen, like, yep, a hundred matches starting just like that. It's just been years, and, yeah. and um, if I can state some of my own personal anecdotes. Like, uh, one of my favorite things about Tekken 3, and I've said this on a lot of other shows, I, uh, uh, I love Gone. Oh, the dinosaur. I really love Don. Dinosaur. Uh, and I got really, really good. And I don't, maybe that's not the right term, but he was, you know, he's a very hard character to hit. He's yeah. very small. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got really good at shaming very good players with Gone, uh, which meant whenever I showed up somewhere where somebody hadn't unlocked Gone, mm-hmm. I had to do it very fast. So yep. I had to get through all of Tekken in the single player in order to unlock Gone. Wow. Uh, more than once. So, yeah, all these characters' music, just, and then, all right, fight the Doctor, Ogre, and then let's get this over with. Um, yeah. And let's get this. I need Gone. I need Gone right now. But and that, that Jin, like, that just reminds me of, like, a whole summer of just playing that game, like, in my, that's a really good my, with my friends, like, and just the way the camera moves, because the camera will, like, zoom in and, like, pan around really quick mm-hmm. and then stop with the 2D angle and then say fight and then... Uh, it's, it's just done so well. And that opening movie of Hihachi, or uh, the opening Tekken 3 movie, Oof. which, again, like I said, just sounds like a legit song from 1997 or 8. Like, <laughs> You should have seen me. I, see, I seem like a, a medium. Yeah. I see a prison break. And like, yeah, there was a prison break yeah. in the intro. Like, I, like I, what, <laughs> what's happening? Because the prison break in the opening is uh, this prison breaking out, and Eddie Gordo escapes, and this guy, he sees a guy, def- uh, like another a fellow prisoner, like beating the, the cops back with that fighting style he uses capoeira mm-hmm. uh funny dance yes capoeira uh and he's and of only the strong fame and uh the capoeira twins in bust a groove bust a groove uh but like he only he's this is one of those cool things like i don't care about the story that much but like even in this opening it sets up every character why they're there so that prison break is only like a three second yeah. scene but yeah. you see it's crazy though well like if you read the instruction book or like whatever, you you know that what that scene means. It's Eddie Gordo seeing the guy that inspires him to go learn that martial art. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't know it prior to that, and that's when he sees that and is like, "Oh wow, I should." That's an amazing piece of my, my description of those intro movies. It's it's my, it's way less loving than yours because it's sort of like yeah. they're also just yo cool. peel out really really loud and fast yeah. and yeah. like that's what every PlayStation and I loved it for it. Like yeah. they always trying to out gloss <laughs> me before I could hit start. Yeah, uh, but. They're all ultimately meaningless, but mean the world to me it's because be- they're so impressive, and they do they do establish a tone and a precedent for yeah. what you'll be seeing for for in these cases like this to the next hundred hours or so. Yeah, and uh, something like, and they do make more sense the more you play and read about those characters, which yeah. took me a very very long time. Yeah. I would say not until I worked at Games Radar did I have to fully start researching these stacking characters I've mm. been playing as for years and yeah. realize that like, well these. Stories do t- tie well into one another, and I, I, these intro sequences have way more meaning yeah. than I ever thought possible. Yeah, that's why I like this. It's super cool if you just watch it once, but if you actually pay attention and have been playing Tekken for a while, you can yeah. start picking up on all this little yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's not like I watched it every time, but then eventually, like after like playing and reading a ton, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. uh, everything starts to make sense. That's why she's here, and that's why he's popping yeah. out of here. Yeah, and, and like that Tekken three one, like I would have people over who didn't even play. Tekken at all, and just like you, ha- you, have you have to watch, to you have to watch this, and it's the kind of thing that doesn't exist anymore. It's the uh, that that was that very mentality got me to watch my first Final Fantasy game because mm-hmm. I knew what Final Fantasy was. Just it Final Fantasy to me never looked interesting, right? And that well, seven, that's, that's why seven became uh, so yeah. many people's first. 
Uh, so we'll do uh, three more songs from uh, Tekken 3, which is uh, Ogre, Yoshimitsu, and uh, Zaoyu. Mm-hmm. The Doctor? Chaoyu. Chinese. Girl. Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's go with Zaoyu. 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 Let's go with Zaoyu. Uh, there are three songs, and we will be right back.
actually that Zhao Yu song, I think that's actually from the arcade version. So like I said, uh, they would do arcade and PlayStation versions of the soundtrack. So I'm pretty sure that that one is uh, the arcade one, whereas Ogre and Yoshimitsu before that were definitely the PlayStation. I, I swear, especially in Yoshimitsu, I'm hearing a little bit of uh, dubstep precursors in there. There was almost definitely a drop and the wub-wub in full effect. Uh, sort of. Whatever. I don't know a lot about music, but I know that. <laughs> I know what I like. I did. I, you've never. Damn it. Sorry. Boxes. Bit of a mess. Um, <laughs> you'd never let me play it here for you, but I do remember somewhere after this time, there's a joke on Dane Cook's album when Dane Cook is like, "Oh, the Eddie Gordo thing." There's an Eddie Gordo reference, and like, it's almost at no other occasion. That's that's where I first noticed. That's right before I got this job with yeah. uh, working with you, which we don't anymore. Right. Like, uh, where I re- realized how much just him mentioning that on stage, you can hear by the audience response yeah. how validating it was for someone in the mainstream to mention Eddie Gordo by name. And and I think, I think he may have said Tekken. He said he, Eddie Gordo from Tekken, but everyone's got it. Yeah, everybody got it immediately. You can yeah. see people like losing their minds. Yeah, and, like, and whether oh, or not you great. like Dane Cook, oh, or yeah, he's it, a shill or you know, steals comedy bits or whatever. Doesn't it's, matter. It doesn't, at that point, doesn't matter because he made that joke. And it, as a gamer, it's like, Wow, that oh. whole audience laughed. Yeah, got the it. The whole audience was like amazing. Like no one's ever referenced this in public to yeah. us before with any kind of authority. And that was really cool. And like it wasn't a bit like I'm the video game comic. Yeah. I make a lot of game jokes. No, we just like I bet my whole audience will get this, and they and they did. They and did. I don't know. That was really. I, yeah, I actually, doing exactly <sighs> what you're talking about. Sorry for whatever I said about Dan Cook so far. <laughs> I, it's a contentious topic. I've yeah. never been that person. So what? He's a popular comedian. He's not the comedian I wanted to be. The represent all of comedy. But right. that's over now. Who cares? It's over. He's going to tell me when baseball season starts on TNT. Right. Are you ready for some... Is that what he's doing? TBS. So a few years ago, he was like the base, the MLB. Like, are you ready for spring training? Or, are you ready for some baseball? I don't know why he has this voice. That's... A Friday night soiree. Soiree. <laughs> uh. So beyond uh, Tekken 3, uh, we move into... Um, 2000, the launch of the PlayStation 2, which was Tekken Tag Tournament. Uh, totally non-canon, just like for fun game that was... Uh, it was tough, because the PlayStation 2 launch was pretty rough. It wasn't like the best launch. Um, I did love... Small- was this the day of launch? It was a launch okay. day game, because I cut I, I a PS2... You and always I, correct me on that kind of stuff, and I, I think it's something's launch. I, I wanted to be safe. This was definitely launch. I picked this up, and then Smuggler's Run was close after, Ooh, which I love Smuggler's Run. Um, uh but Tekken Tag, a uh, different soundtrack. Um, well, the original two artists, uh, as well as... Oh, my God. Okay, I got through this. Akitaka Toyama, uh, Yumiaki, Satoru Kasaki, and Yoshihito Yano all contributed music to Delicious. this. And uh, <laughs> uh, it's a different different, a different style of music as well. There's a lot more, like, rapid percussion mm. and just total techno out... Just, like, not no more trying to go for the sound of the era, it was just back to almost somewhere right in between 1 and 2 and 3. Like how 1 and 2 sound like game music, and then 3 sounds like a 90s album. Tag sounds somewhere in between the two. Um, and it didn't have the same hype level as 3. It was kind of like, oh, there's another Tekken game. Okay, well, oh, but it's Tag. It's two people at once, and Kazuya's back because Kazuya wasn't in 3. I so. think it took a long time to for people to latch onto it because it wasn't an official sequel, and it did change the mechanic. Yeah, and it's it's uh it's lived on really well yes, like, exactly. as, a, as a fighting game scene. Like Tekken Tag is as persistent. Second Tag, it's coming out this fall. Okay, it's been out in the arcades for a bit. Okay, but, uh, the, the the home one finally. You've happened. been in Japan. How are people receiving that thing? I don't know. I actually don't know. I haven't. Really, the mm. soundtrack's out. I probably should have looked into that. Mm. Um, but 
I did get it at launch, and I, one thing I did love immediately was I loved the music, and it was one of those rare moments where the soundtrack of the game did launch alongside the game, and I could buy an U- official U.S. release of the soundtrack. To, it's called like Tekken Tag Tournament Direct Audio, mm-hmm. and I got it and was so happy they did that, and I'm like, all you got to do is like just put the CD there, guys. I'll buy it 100% of the time. I'm the guy who like rushed across two towns to pick up a Mario Kart soundtrack because mm-hmm. Nintendo bothered to release it. Uh, from Mario Kart 64, which was back in episode 7, so check that out, uh, which was a great episode. One of the highest uh, trafficking episodes, actually, is Mario Kart episode. Really? Yeah, somehow. I mean, I get, I love the music, that's why I did the episode, but, uh, so we'll go into uh, three songs um, from this. It was the opening movie, and this is what I love, uh, I love the opening song in Tekken Tag, it's incredible, uh, and again, when you play Tekken Bowl on iOS, like, that's what inspired me to do this, was... I plugged in Tekken Bowl, which is a free app on iPad and iOS right now, mm-hmm. um, and it's fun. But Tekken Bowl was in keeping with their usual weirdo side modes they would have, like Tekken Force in uh, Tekken 3 or Tekken Volleyball. Mm-hmm. And they always did some goofy thing. In this case, it was Tekken Bowl, and like it's pretty good and fun as a fun throwaway mode. But then the music that you hear in Tekken Bowl on iPad, even on the iOS, is the Tekken Tag soundtrack. So yeah. if you just want to sample it, it's all right there. So we'll do the opening movie. Eddie Gordo music and then Ogre's music and we'll come back.
as you will see, it's pretty different from uh, from Tekken 3. It's it's a lot more strings and like fast percussion and just sounds like, I don't know, a bit... Sounds like a progression. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I really like it, but it is... It is I, I also just love how different it is. And um, I guess we can just keep moving in because I don't have a lot of other... Oh, well, I, I guess I mentioned earlier uh, a bit with Tekken Tag. Like, I'd played so much 1, 2, and 3 that when mm -hmm. Tag came out, I was like, okay, I, I want to have like a... You know, I can pick the characters I want to play, and I, you know, I, I'm good enough with King. I know Jun pretty well, and I, I fiddled around with so many of the characters. I'm like, I kind of know a little bit with all the characters, mm -hmm. and there's maybe like three or four that I feel pretty comfortable fighting just about anybody, any of my friends with. So I had like, I was like pretty confident, and I'm just mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm really good at Tekken. What do you want? And then like, was like met some people in college, and like, oh yeah, the, yeah, we play Tekken a lot, and you know, I'm like, oh, well, we have friends over, and we'll, you know, next time come over, why don't you come over? We'll play, we'll play, we'll, we'll all play some Tekken. So we fire up Tekken Tag, and like room full of people, and I'm, and I'm thinking like, you know, I don't really care if I stomp everybody, and you know, but I'm pretty good, so I feel pretty okay. And I mean, I get rolled 100%. <laughs> Do not even like, I barely land a hit ever. College did that to me too. And then I find, and I realize like, I can't. And I, I shut down in a way. Like I remember, like as the girl I was dating at the time. Like I remember her. Uh, like day two after this had happened, I was still like not responding. It's like what's it was hard. What's wrong? And I'm just like I was so devastated. Like realizing how not good I was, and almost realizing how much time I had wasted playing Tekken because like I was playing with the same friends. Yeah, and not and, getting any better. And not getting any better. Like, I'd get better at beating my friends, and that's exactly. it. But none of us were playing, like, with combo guides out or facts or, like, going to arcades and having to, like, earn it. Yeah. It was just like, no, I have unlimited continues. Why do I need to get better? I'll just play. And, and it was fun. The point is it was fun. But then I thought, no, I'm good at Tekken. I can beat any of my friends at any, any pick a character. I'll win. Mm -hmm. I felt very confident. And then I found out I'm actually, like... I might as well have never played yeah. against people who have actually paid attention. I got that with Golden Goldeneye Tony Hawk. Oh um, yeah, I can and see just, that. And it was just as simple as like, <laughs> well, how are you doing this? Oh, I memorized the order where you'll spawn every time, so I'm right behind you with a gun. Right. Every time you die and respawn, like, well, that's not how we played. <laughs> uh, and that's yeah. why I'm afraid to play Magic in an actual tournament because, mm. like, we've played since 1994, been playing Magic, and like. I've got a really good sliver deck. I'm very happy with it. And, you know, I, I kind of got rid of all my... The only set I kept was revised. I got rid of all my Ice Age and Fallen Empires and the Dark and all this stuff. Like, everything up to that point. But I kept my sliver deck and a handful of other things. Mm -hmm. And I still win with my sliver deck, even to this day, when I go home and play with my friends. And I'm like, I wonder if I should take that sliver deck. Nope, 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 nope. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Because I will get creamed so hard and I know it. So I just don't even bother. I don't have to, you don't have to win there. I don't have to win. No. And if I lose with my friends, who cares? Where are you win? I'll get them next time. Exactly. So we'll do some more tech and tag music. Uh, this is King, uh, Nina. And then what I thought was a really cool uh, thing that the direct audio album does is it had a couple of these remixes in here. So this one's called King versus You, Letter U, which actually has a bunch of like cell phones. University? King, yeah. yeah. It has like cell phone sample noises like glitch, like we heard earlier, Chris, when your phone went off. <laughs> Not the Nokia. It's not. It's rubbish. What was that show called? Oh wow! Uh, Don't I can't. No, uh, I, it's gone. The I know dude, I'm not going to answer it. the. I giant, know what you're talking the about. The giant Nokia phone. I know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, on Comedy Central from England. Um, yes. Never uh, going to get it. Oh no. Well, never going to get it. We'll look that up in the break. Uh, okay. But uh, King versus You is like this cell phone noisy kind of remix thing that's uh, really fun. You'll you'll be able to tell the cell phone noises when you hear them, but. Uh, yeah, King, Nina, King versus You. And I also recommend checking out Xiaoyu's music because that was the one Chris was, uh, he 
discovered in the break that he actually uh there's a lot of voice samples weird distorted vocals in the game that are uh you see crop up um yoshimitsu is another one like that with that no eyes no ears no oh, nose no, no mouth biting. and uh for some reason i'm not playing that i don't know why yep. but uh we'll be back
Chris, I believe you figured out the name of the show we were trying to remember. Uh huh. You'll never it's get. It's at the tip of my tongue. And it I'll... isn't. It isn't it at isn't. all. I could even. I could even tell you it's a total. Okay. Maybe you're closer than I was. Total something. Um. It ends with TV. Yeah, I remember something TV. Uh huh. Starts with a T. It didn't. I don't know. See, this is why I didn't want to bother before. So we. It, Trigger Happy TV. Wow, I, I never. Yeah, I never. I, I never would have guessed that. I had to type in uh, British Comedy Central <laughs> Big Cell Phone in the, in the in, 
We call that a little bit of Google foo. I yeah. knew that would work, and it yeah. did. Thank you, Yahoo Answers. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of that show? Also, how is Babby form? How is Babby form? Uh, giant Nokia stuff. But yeah, that King Grammar vers- is different from keywords, friend. Yeah, that King mm. versus You thing, though, it wasn't so much like ringtones as like kind of like what we do with chiptunes, where you yeah. hook up a Game Boy and see what sounds can you get out of a Game Boy. My understanding was this guy, the DJ that did this remix of that song, like, you know, hooked up those old, old Nokia style phones that gauges. couldn't do. Yeah. <sighs> Stop it. All right. That joke, that joke, man! It's a Star Trek fan. When they announced the engage, I was like, "Here we go! Okay. A lifetime of engage jokes." I can't get over. Oh, it. the next model would have been Warp One. Warp, uh, Prime Directive. <laughs> but uh, so that's the, the Tekken engage episode. Phaser. That's the Tekken episode, everybody. Uh, Tekken Bowl is a free app on your iDevice. Uh, sorry, Android users like myself. Too bad. You're only a majority of the world. I have an iOS device now. Uh, I this a- show has made you very wealthy and <laughs> allowed you to afford a that's iPad. Mm. I will say, though, uh, while I make no money off of this show, by design and choice, uh, because that is not yeah, cool, so. um, I do appreciate all the, the... Like, we went to PAX East a couple weeks ago, and it was absolutely mm-hmm. awesome, as usual, and I thank you to everyone who, like, came up and said specifically how much they love the show. But you, you have a shirt, but, it, like, I make... A tiny money on that, and you don't. I do not. I've purposely excluded myself from any of this. Uh, I would suggest go buying all the Tekken albums. Like they're they Namco has been very forthcoming Through about Laser Time. Yeah, the Amazon MP3 store might have some of that stuff, but uh, yeah, check it through. Uh, check Amazon. Like Tekken Tag had a, a legitimate mm-hmm. US release. That's totally available. Um, don't just sit and listen to these on YouTube. Like every time these things sell, it sends a message that oh, maybe it's worth making legit game soundtracks. And wouldn't you like to have an actual release? that mm-hmm. benefits the artist and they actually get to toot their horn. Like, no, the music I created that we all love so much and think, oh my God, I want to comment on YouTube how much I love it and it brings me all these positive memories of my life. I can't give you $10. That's absurd. Yeah. So uh, please to be buying the soundtracks where you can. And um, thank you for listening. Thanks to everyone who literally listens. VGEmpire.com. For, thank you for the comments. Those are the lifeblood of the site. We made you a little uh, forum thread on yes. latertimepodcast.com where yeah. you can also hear Later Time in Cape Crisis, hosted yes. by our buddy Henry Gilbert. Who's, which is the comic book podcast. Mm-hmm. And then Lazy Time is the grab catch-all of yeah. uh, if you like something. Azad. Whatever it needs to be. It's not the podcast you want. <laughs> it's the podcast you deserve. It's the podcast you're going to get yes. every <laughs> Monday morning. Well, Monday night. Monday. Hey, it's Monday. it'll be Monday morning this time. All right. Um, but we're going to close out with uh, the staff role, which is the ending to Tekken Tag. And mm-hmm. The endings to Tekken Tag weren't on par with uh, you know two and three. They didn't have CG endings. Uh, they were just in like in-game graphics of like your character basically like practicing yoga or something on a on a map. But uh, the music I thought was very like it had a very ponderous kind of almost sadness to it that I really liked. Hmm. Uh, so we'll close with the staff roll from Tekken Tag and uh, yeah, try to buy the albums when you can. Thanks for listening, VGEmpire.com, and we'll see you soon.